0: Welcome to Cookbook Dissection, where we grab a cookbook and try out a recipe. Sometimes they're delicious, sometimes they're disgusting, and sometimes they're just plain weird. This season, we'll be trying out some recent recipes and some recipes from the 30s and the 70s. My name's Cora, and I'm your host here. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday at 5 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you have any questions, they can be submitted to cookbookdissection at gmail.com, all lowercase. Also, check us out on Instagram at Dissection. Without further ado, let's get into some recipes. Just this last year, my cousin Tammy, hi Tammy, gave me an Instapot as a moving away present. She really loves hers and I really wanted one. At this point, I've had it for a few months now and I've only used it to make rice, chili, egg omelets, and to defrost chicken, which is surprisingly handy. While the product is worth keeping around just for the perfect rice it creates, I would like to try some different things and really put it to the test. So today I am grabbing Simply the Best Rice Cooker Recipe cookbook by Marion Getz. The book was published in 2015 and seems to be a generic rice cooker recipe book, meaning that Martin doesn't encourage you to buy a certain model, which is refreshing. Another thing I like about this cookbook is that the author gives three different portion sizes, he does the converting work for you if you need a larger or smaller recipe. Today we are making one to two servings shrimp and sausage jambalaya. The recipe can be found on page 70. Our ingredient list today is as follows. One fourth cup cooked kielbasa, which I exchange for Hillshire Farms turkey smoked little smokies. Six uncooked shrimp, one half cup uncooked rice, one tablespoon olive oil, one fourth cup yellow onion, 1 fourth cup bell pepper diced, 1 minced garlic clove, Half cup chicken stock, 1 small bay leaf, salt, pepper, chili flakes, and and 1 small tomato chopped, which I may or may not have forgotten to add. While this cookbook is great at giving you different portion sizes, depending on how many people you need to feed, it leaves a bit of open interpretation for whether or not you're supposed to use frozen or fresh meats and or vegetables. So I will be using fresh veggies and my beet will be from the freezer but thawed. Additionally, this would be a great meal to prep the night before or the morning of so that you have an easy dinner when you get home from work. So I cooked mine as so. The night before you would like to have this meal, I would prep your veggies and seasonings. Chop the yellow onion, bell pepper, tomato, garlic clove, and combine. A quick tip. You should smash your garlic with the side of your knife to release its flavors and make peeling it easier. Add in your chicken stock, salt, pepper, chili flakes, and small bay leaf. Mix, cover, and place in the fridge. At the same time, remove your kielbasa and shrimp from the freezer and place in the fridge to thaw overnight. In the morning before work, take some extra time to cut up your kielbasa, deshell, and devein your shrimp. Quick tip, if you use a fork to devein the shrimp and pull it all the way through, it's a lot easier than you think it is. And if you need a little bit of extra help, just look it up on YouTube. Then add them both into the pot, giving it a quick mix, and then placing it back into the fridge and go off to work. Once you're ready to have a fast dinner, wash your rice, add it into the pot, and it's ready to cook. The cookbook says to cook it 25 to 30 minutes, or until the rice cooker switches to warm. However, I have an Instant Pot Duo Plus, so I cooked mine on pressure cook for 5 minutes and let it sit on keep warm for 10 minutes. Another quick tip. If you're unsure about what setting or how long to cook something in your pressure cooker, you're not alone. It's best to Google the name of your pressure cooker, plus the name of the dish you'd like to create, to get the right times and settings. Trust me, I do it all the time. Then I make a note of it and add it to my recipes. Remember, we are home cookers, not trained professionals. It's okay to ask questions. Before trying this dish, I wanted to mention a few things that I would change for next time. A. I would add in more shrimp. Six shrimp is rather a small amount of shrimp to split between two people, and considering my boyfriend and I were way more interested in the shrimp than the kalbasa, I would just put in more shrimp and less kalbasa. B. I don't think there are nearly enough seasonings in this recipe to do jambalaya justice. So I would have to look up some other jambalaya recipes to get a real understanding of what the seasonings that go into jambalaya. Then I could create my own concoction of spices. C. I'm just going to be honest with this one. It's kind of annoying that half of a bell pepper went into a pot and half went back into the fridge. The likelihood of that half a bell pepper going bad before I can get to it again is way too high for me. So next time, I would just throw in a whole bell pepper. Alright, we're going to try this jambalaya. It's very colorful. I love that it's so pretty with the rice and the different colors in it. It would help next time if I put tomatoes in it, but, like, I don't really think it's going to be that big of a difference. Let's give it a try. It's definitely really good. Like, I didn't think the red pepper flakes was going to be enough to bring out some spices. It's actually pretty good. That's saying something because they're, like, really spicy food, so. Okay. So, the little smoky weenies in it, instead of the kielbasa, was a pretty good decision, actually. Like, I've had both. I've had both the kielbasa and, like, you know, different substitutes. But I would say this is a pretty good substitute for it. It it might be a little more, more spicy than kielbasa is. Or at least the cabazas that I've had. But it's really good. Yeah. The vegetables are good. The shrimp is good. It's all really yummy, honestly. I think the only things I would change for next time is definitely put more shrimp in it. Um, My boyfriend tried it before I did. And he likes it a lot, to be honest. He wants to, like, he wants it to be a little bit sweeter. So he wants me to add some, like, brown sugar and stuff. But this is pretty good. This is very yummy. And, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Because I'm a part of this Facebook group. (laughs) Um, for Instapot recipes and sometimes the recipes that are thrown up in those Instapot recipes are pretty scary looking. Sorry if you're from that Facebook group and and you are an avid recipe poster, but sometimes it can kind of look like, um, gray mush at the end of it. This is colorful and it looks like a very appetizing meal and it tastes good too. I also really love that you can just throw it together and it would be really nice and fast and easy. I could definitely see like your stereotypical soccer mom throwing this together and making sure that her kids have something to eat before going to practice and it would still be good and healthy and you wouldn't have to do any of sort of those fast food things. I like it a lot. I could also see like if you had this as leftovers, it would be good to take for lunches for anyone who's got a microwave at work. So yeah, this one, I like this one. I would definitely make this one again. And it was easy enough that I could throw this into like my normal uh, everyday dinner schedule. So yeah, definitely is from the best rice cooker recipe book. Thanks for listening to Cookbook Dissection. Join us this Thursday for another installment. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at cookbookdissection at gmail.com or instant message me on Instagram at cookbookdissection. On my Instagram page, you can also see images of the food we made here today. See you next time!